0: Hey guys, welcome to the For the Wind Podcast. I'm your host, Hemel Javeri. It is the Friday before Labor Day, not Memorial Day. With me today, two of my favorite staffers, video producer Evan Thorpe and head NFL writer Steven Ruiz. Hi guys.
1: What's up? How's it going? You, I, I'm
2: kind of mad you didn't say it was the Friday before NFL season starts.
0: Oh, is it the Friday before the NFL season starts?
2: Yeah, this is the last Friday before.
0: No, I know it is. I'm just, I'm kidding. Oh gotcha (laughs) sorry I guess my that was that sarcasm didn't come through um anyway it is the Friday before the NFL season starts which means that our long summer of slow sports what do you think was it the slow sports month Eh,
2: it was a slow summer it was a slow summer highlight was the guy doing the racist tweet the homophobic tweets which one uh, that's that's a good point (laughs) Josh Haydrick
0: so Hanger, yes, yeah.
2: So this is what happens when we have to watch boring sports like golf and baseball. We did have the World Cup,
0: though. Oh, God. The World Cup feels like eons ago.
2: And you can throw soccer on the list of boring
0: <laughs> sports. <as well. laughs> but football's back. or almost back. So, Stephen and Evan are here to talk about the latest developments this week. A couple of really big um, contracts handed out. Odell Beckham Jr. and... Aaron Rodgers. Steven, as our head NFL guy, do you want to start with the Odell contract?
2: Yeah, he's signed for a lot of money, and I wrote a lot of words about it uh, because it's we don't really see receivers make this much money, and my question was, is he worth that much money? And I came to the conclusion that yes, he is, and I probably wrote a thousand words about it, and then the Aaron Rodgers contract
1: happened, and
0: all right, so we're going to get to Aaron Rodgers in a second, but before I totally dovetail this entire podcast, uh, sum up your argument for, for Odell deserving that money.
2: My argument is that he makes Eli Manning a better quarterback, and we usually see the quarterbacks make this kind of money, but for the Giants, you could basically say he, uh, Odell Beckham is as important to their offense as Eli Manning, which is rare, which is why I think he's the rare receiver that's worth 18 million a year.
0: All right. Um, and the post that you wrote, you know, I thought was a really good post, it had a great graphic that a graphic illustration that you made with it as well. Um, now let's talk about Aaron Rodgers. Woo! He got paid. <laughs> so
2: Aaron Rodgers made about a hundred million guaranteed in new money, and that's the important thing with NFL contracts, is these things never last. Like Odell Beckham, I think he's worth every penny of it, and I also wrote a post defending that contract extension. It was a little shorter, though.
0: <laughs> so this is this is a thing that I feel bad about laughing about, but your Odell Beckham Jr. post, you know, was about, what, 800 to 1,000 words, something like that? Yeah. Incredibly well thought out, very well reasoned. You had an argument, and you had facts to support it. Um, it was a great piece of journalism. Your Aaron Rodgers post specifically, I think if I'm right, was literally one word.
2: Yes, one word. <laughs> the headline was, yeah, it was only three letters. It wasn't even a long word. The headline was, is Aaron Rodgers worth $33.5 and a year? And I just wrote yes with a period. That was the end of the post.
0: So the funny thing, if you are a regular reader for the win, you'll, you'll know share counts, right? Share counts measure how many people have read and shared the article. And... No offense to you, Steven. The, uh, the Odell Beckham Jr. one did not crack 100, and we're at 1.8 thousand for your article hot take on Aaron Rodgers.
2: Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm slowly dying inside. Because, like, the, the Odell Beckham post, the image I did, the Photoshop illustration I did, took longer than writing that entire Aaron Rodgers post. It just proved that people don't care. People don't read the art. I think that we figured out journalism in 2018. We, we we always say people don't read the articles. Let's just stop writing articles.
0: You know, I know we're being, like, funny and sarcastic, but I told you guys this earlier. My sister came home, and she was like, Oh, my God, I loved Stephen's article and Aaron Rodgers. I couldn't wait to share it. And I was like, you are the problem. But, yeah, people just don't read articles. They read a headline, and they don't really care about the – I don't want to say they don't really care about the in-depth reasoning, but different things pop for different people, I guess.
1: I think people just want to yell at the title. <laughs> and Stephen's title was, you know, one of the things where you either agreed or disagree. And most people agreed. And then when they clicked on it, it was just like, ah, yes. I don't have to read much. I can just share this and laugh.
0: Yeah. I think that to... Even if you didn't care that much about Odell Beckham Jr., and you don't care that much about Aaron Rodgers, it was funny enough to get people sharing. I will say that our recently reactivated Instagram account, I posted your story with the full text of your Aaron Rodgers article, and the comments were all like, Tom Brady's the best quarterback, what are you talking about?
2: <laughs> yeah, that's going to happen no matter what. Patriots fans are so defensive. When If
1: you bring up Aaron Rodgers, they just just start blurting out all their Tom Brady facts at you. Because they know he's better. And it's like, But Tom Brady's still in the league. And that doesn't yeah. mean that he sucks. It just means that somebody else is better than him. It's telling how defensive they are about Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, there I think defensive is the right word. This guy was like, Tom Brady has won five Super Bowls, like in all caps. He was really on my case. So And
2: this post in the post had nothing to do with Tom Brady. It was just is Aaron Rodgers worth that much money. I didn't even say he's the best quarterback in the league.
0: Oh no, you did. You you said it in your um you said it in a different article. But not in that article. Oh no. yeah. Yeah, because I remember I got I was like, no, wait, there's at some point Steven did call him the best quarterback in the league, but it was in the different article. Oh, well he is. Sorry, Patriots fan. <laughs> All right. So very quickly, what is um what is something that you are most excited about this NFL season?
2: I'm excited about week one. Odell Beckham is going up against Jalen Ramsey, and if you know anything about these two, they like to fight the players they're going up against in both of these guys. I think we're going to see a an, an, an ejection, probably.
0: Oh, wow. Um, Evan, what about you? I think for me it's to see how do the Eagles respond
1: after winning a Super Bowl. For the past couple of years, Like, unless you're the Patriots teams who – when the Super Bowl just kind of died out, and you, we haven't seen a dynasty since the Patriots, but this Eagles team got better. Maybe they could turn into a dynasty. I don't know, but I mean, Malcolm Jenkins kind of say he's over the Super Bowl celebration, and you kind of have one more, so like, I just want to see how this team responds to that.
0: It feels like we can't really talk about the NFL season without talking about... Um... People taking a knee during the anthem. Do you think that's going to have any effect on what happens on the field?
1: It's just going to happen. Once Trump says something and the NFL is going to come together and demonstrate like they did last year. But, like, unless Trump says something, I don't really think it's going to be a big deal. They do have to figure out this whole like players stand in the locker room or they don't. I think once they figure that out, if they just say, like, you know what, do what you want to do and we're not going to try to regulate it, Like you're not going to have any problems. It's only a problem when they bring it back up.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I think it's in the league's best interest to
2: just, even if Trump says something, I think even if he says something as divisive as what he said last year, I think the best course of action is just to ignore it, Mm -hmm. just to give him that validation. And I don't like the new rule where they're allowing, they're saying either stand for the anthem or stay back in the locker room, but I think that is going to, kind of keep it out of the public's eye. I don't think it's going to be as big of a deal as it was last year.
1: And I think, like, it's not going to become a problem until somebody big doesn't come out, but, like, who's the person that if they don't come out, it's going to be a big deal? Like, you know Marshawn Lynch doesn't stand up already. You know Malcolm Jenkins holds his fists up. But, like, who's the player that when they don't come out and fans know it, it's going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe he doesn't like America? It has to be a quarterback, I think.
0: Yeah. yeah.
2: Cuz players have players have been doing it since Colin Kaepernick started this trend, but Kaepernick has been like the poster child for it ever since. So I think it has to be a quarterback. The only one I can think of that that would cause
1: controversy is Cam Newton. I don't think Cam would do it. But yet. I don't yeah, I agree. I don't think he would do it cuz he's already made comments. Like, at one point, it was, like, him against Kaepernick for, like, Mm -hmm. the African-American quarterbacks protesting, and one was for it, one was against it, so he was like, no, I'm going to stand up. I think that's right. Yeah, and I don't think a white quarterback would do it.
0: I don't think so, either. I think the funny thing about the Cam-Colin Kaepernick thing is that those two have kind of always been pitted against each other, one as, like the model black quarterback and one as the angry black quarterback, which has always just been a ridiculous comparison.
1: But it's crazy, though, the roles kind of flipped because at first Cam was looked at as the angry one, and Kaepernick was just like Mm -hmm. quiet, laid back, and all he did was kiss his bicep, but then after he kneeled, the the roles switched. Yeah, I don't think Kaepernick's
2: race was really like a, a thing people talked about until he started kneeling. And I would throw Russell Wilson in there as the model black quarterback. He's the guy that, you know, says all the right things in the media. He's never had like problems like Cam Newton with the the sexist comments he made last year in the press conference. But Cam is kind of I think Cam has consciously done that. He's kind of like try to stay out of politics just mm-hmm. because he's seen what kind of backlash you can get. He lost sponsorships and he's, he had the yogurt one right. Yeah, and he's said controversial things before.
0: Yeah, but he lost the yogurt Sponsorship, not because of, uh, political stuff, right? But he lost it because of his treatment of the reporter, because of what he said to the reporter.
2: Yeah, but the year they went to the Super Bowl, he got in. He kind of got in trouble because he he mentioned that people don't really know how to cover him because they've never seen a black quarterback like him.
0: Oh, that's right.
2: Comfortable with his race, but he kind of he's done like a one hundred and eighty since then, where he's saying he's kind of staying neutral on.
0: And I also find it really interesting that people are going to make assumptions if you're not out on the field for the anthem, right? At this point, it isn't even with this new NFL rule, it isn't even that you have to be seen taking a knee during the anthem. It's just that even if you're not out on the, the field, people are going to start, people are going to have enough ammunition to say um, that you're not a patriot, that you don't love America and have can attack you for that, which is just ridiculous.
2: Yeah, a guy could be in the back just getting his ankle taped, and people will assume he's protesting.
0: Yeah, exactly. The The rule that you refer to, that's where we are right now, right? A week before kickoff, which is that you either stand or that you, are, you, or you stay in the locker room.
2: Yeah, and the rule is it's not even that you just stand. It's that you stand and respect the anthem. I don't know what that means, but players have been raising their fists during preseason, and there's been no punishment. So I, I don't think they're going to really enforce it I mean, what would the punishment be? Would they say a 15-yard penalty or something? you I, I, I think it would be a fine. Oh. I don't think it would affect the games, which is the right thing to do, because that would be ridiculous to yeah. penalize the team for that.
0: Yeah, that would be nuts. Uh, all right, anyway, it looks like it's going to be a really interesting NFL season. It always is. Uh, and before we go, I know Stephen had one other thing that he wanted to chat about. Stephen, I'm going to let you ask the question.
2: All right. So <laughs> – They are coming out with a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie. It's based on a video game where a hedgehog, a blue hedgehog runs around and collects rings. (laughs) Somehow they're making a movie out of that. So my question is, is it possible to make a good Sonic the Hedgehog movie, or are there subjects that you just can't make a good movie out of? Like, say these people that are making the Sonic the Hedgehog movie got Leonardo DiCaprio to star in it, they got Christopher Nolan to direct it, They got Aaron Sorkin to write it. (laughs) Would it be a good movie or would it still be Sonic the Hedgehog?
0: Honestly, I don't know. You brought up earlier, you said uh, Transformers as an example, right? Like, is there any way to make a good Transformers movie? I'm still thinking about it. Evan, what do you think?
1: Okay, I think they should do Sonic the Hedgehog Detective and he's trying to find the person who stole the rings. That's a terrible idea. <laughs> but like what if you play the games, he'd collect rings and just ran around places. So if you have him just running trying to find the rings, like what's the bad guy? Doctor Robotnik. <laughs> Robotnik? I'm sorry for knowing that if he stole all of the golden rings in whatever place they are, and like Sonic what is it, Tails and Knuckles, like, they go around trying to find him. Like, that's the only plot that I can really think of that's like, okay, we know Sonic is...
0: Yeah, you know, but your, your main character is still a hedgehog, so that's pretty freaking weird. <laughs> that
2: makes it even worse. I think having, like, a like a real plot makes having a blue hedgehog beard yeah. star, even worse. They got, they have, the Pokemon company is making a Pikachu
0: detective movie. But is it like a kid's movie? Because that's fine, right? Because if the Sonic the Hedgehog movie is like a kid's movie, that's okay.
1: The the Pikachu movie is live action.
0: But is it for kids?
1: It's going to be for everybody. Like, Mm. I think the Sonic movie is going to be for everybody. Is Christopher Nolan directing?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right, I think you're putting a lot of faith in Christopher Nolan, because he's had some pretty, he's had some missteps as far as I'm concerned. Like what? Uh, That movie where they're all in a dream. What is that movie? Inception? Yeah, Inception was awful. I hated it. If Christopher was a great movie. If
1: Christopher Nolan did this, you know it's gonna be a really dark movie. Like Sonic the Hedgehog probably it'd probably be like Sonic found out his girlfriend was cheating on him. She stole his <laughs> ring. Dr. Nicholas took robotnik. his rings, robotnik, somebody has to die. We're getting deep into Sonic lore
0: right now. Yeah, no, here's what here's here's Sonic what I is. think. I think that like so the Transformers movies for what they are, I guess they're fine. They're like big budget action movies. I wouldn't by any means call them good. Um surprisingly, there are some things that I would that I thought would never translate to film that have been really good. Like the Lego movies, like the Lego Batman movie, I was like I was very surprised at how good that is. Because that's something I was like, oh, why would they make this? It's for kids and it's not gonna be any good. It's just a movie about Legos. But they did a really good job with that movie. So I feel like there's hope.
2: But I don't think it was about Legos. It was just there was a plot and they just happened to act it out with Lego.
0: Yeah, uh, that's true. But when somebody says to you, we're making a movie that's like about Lego Batman. The first movie was about Legos, though, right? The one that had Chris Pratt in it? The Lego movie. Yeah, the Lego movie. Like, that was, like, just about Legos. And it's strangely, oddly enjoyable with, um, you know, a good moral...
1: Everything is awesome. But I think it was
0: it was just a,
2: it was still a movie with a regular plot that just happened to be set in Lego Land, Lego world. All right. Like, I, I don't think you can make a good so, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. That's my point. It's ridiculous. The whole concept of a blue hedgehog is ridiculous on its own.
0: Oh, so, the
1: Lego movie, so Sonic can only be good if it's a Lego movie.
0: Wait, you know what? To back up Steven's argument, I think the good example is the emoji movie. I feel like there's some things that just don't translate well, and the emoji movie is a good example of, like, you can't make a movie about emojis.
1: I'm, i lie to you not. I said that before we got on here, so we're on the same path.
0: Great minds.
1: Right here. We're right here. <laughs>
0: We're not in the same room, but we're still connected.
2: So we can all agree that there's no, there's not
1: a good way to make a Sonic movie. No. Uh, Evan thinks there is, but his movie, his idea is trash. I mean, like, how else can you make a Sonic the Hedgehog movie based off the game? Like, it's no other way you can make. You it. just don't make it. But everybody's making dumb movies. Why not? What if it turns out to be like the Lego movie? You're like, you know what? this is really
0: a good movie. Yeah, we're going to have this same conversation like a year and a half from now and Steven's going to be like, damn, that Sonic the Hedgehog movie was really good. And it made like $300 <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Thank you very much for hanging out. Um, thank you guys for listening and we will see you next week.
1: Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. Everything is awesome. I've never seen them like we're we living our dreams.